Hey, and welcome to The Rally Podcast. We're stoked that you're here. We hope that this would be a tool to help you pursue the presence of God, people, and the ways of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. What's going on, everyone? We are back in The Rally Roundtable conversations, and we're having a conversation about relationships uh, over this month, but particularly today, we're talking about friendships. Yeah. And I'm joined by two of my great friends. We've got Justin Harrison and Talon Hawthorne. So, fellas, just give the people a little bit of snapshot of what does life look like for you? Yeah, uh, for me, um, I get to be a part of our team here at New Spring, get to do a whole lot with, with middle school Fuse, and, and it's a real good time. I live here in Anderson, and yeah, life is honestly a whole lot of fun. All right, Talon? Yeah, same for me. I'm on the, I'm on the rally crew. Okay. I, get, I get to hang out with Rally every day. You're stuck with and me. And I get stuck with Josh, which is incredible. Um, <laughs> that's what I paid him to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I love it, and yeah. Life's great right now. So we're talking about friendship, and, and this is not fake. Like, we are friends. Yeah. And so I wanted to have a conversation about friendship with you guys particularly. Um, so I want to start off by, if you could look at a friend right now and say one thing to them without any consequence, what would you say? <laughs> Justin, you go first. <laughs> I'll probably look at my friend and say, stop being an idiot. Stop being an idiot. I like it. Stop being an idiot. Tell him. I would probably say... Clean up after yourself. <laughs> Pick up your clothes. <laughs> wash the dishes. Are you talking to me right now? No. <laughs> okay. Clean out the fridge, out. all that type of stuff. So that's probably what I was saying. Sorry. Friendships matter. It's like, it's yeah. true, we laugh, but we, we have to have conversations, sometimes step into hard yeah. conversations. And I would just love to hear at the top to you guys, like, why does friendship matter to you both? Yeah, um, for me... The reason friendships matters because um, it gives me a space to be myself around mm-hmm. around around you know people and around whoever that person is. Um, it just gives me a space to be who ta- who I feel talent is completely. Mm-hmm. Um, a space for me to be honest, a space for me to be vulnerable, but also a space for me to have really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, so like my one of my good friends now. I never would think I would say this, but I'm kind of getting into deer hunting now. <laughs> and and have my license. Crazy. I, I know it's crazy. I have my license, everything like that. But honestly, that would not happen unless it was through friendship. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I would say they're important. Yeah. I would say for me, honestly, um, I, I really think, you know, life life is is made to be lived together, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a lot of different ways. And and for for me, you know, I grew up, I grew up in Columbia, I now live here in Anderson, so like all my family's in 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 Colombia, and in a lot of different ways, friends are like all I have here. Yeah. You know, so like if I didn't if I didn't have my friends, then I'll be I'll be all by myself. So, mm-hmm. and that's the thing, like friendships are so formative for our lives. Mm-hmm. Like even same sort of thing, me and Taylor moving from one country where we had family, friends, everything to a whole nother place, yeah. knowing two people, but so quickly we meet these people who would be acquaintance, and then very quickly become friends, and now it's like we got family. Yeah. And and I think that's the great thing with friendships is mm-hmm. they are formative. It's who you do life with, yeah. and it matters so much in our agree. lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in your lives, let's talk about it. Like, I know you guys even have a great story of, like, you've, <laughs> know, you've known each other for, for a while now, but really this year's been pivotal for, for a friendship that's being made. But even in your lives, like, how do you go about finding good friends and making friends? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so honestly, uh, with, with, with me and Talon, like like you just said, yeah. you know, me and Talon have, have known each other here for for a little bit, but, but... twenty twenty eighteen. Yeah. So it's not like, like I don't people think like five years. Yeah, uh, like, you know, but more so it's like realistically two years. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 In the grand scheme of things, it's very small. But, <laughs> but uh, like 
like, you know, just even this year, just diving, diving into that a little bit more and, and, and like whenever, whenever I kind of think about it, like what, what makes, what makes that good and what mm -hmm. makes, um, that like important is, is, you know, honestly, our, our relationship has just grown more by just spending time together and, and doing things together and things mm -hmm. like that. And that's just been, been real key and real, real important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm even like, even for me and Justin specifically, I know like, I remember one day I was, um, I was going to Chipotle, and I legit just randomly, <laughs> I, I don't know why I had this idea. I was like, I'm going to text Justin to see if he's at home. I'm kind of bored, don't want to go back home by myself. You guys know how that feels sometimes, <laughs> you know? And I was like, I just want to hang out by myself. So I legit shot Justin a text. I said, hey, bro, you're at home. He said, yeah. I said, can I come over? He said, come on over. And legit, I think we ended up watching, like, wow, now. <laughs> like that. It was great. It was great. But yeah. but yeah, but, like, it was just, like, going that extra mile as far as, like, hey, if I'm feeling, you know, lonely or whatever, a friend that lives near Chipotle, I can shoot a text and say, hey, can I just come over and hang out? Yeah. Um, and then I know that was a cool day for us. It was really funny, yeah. but yeah. And speak, speak to that more of like, yeah. how have you, how does, what would you say to someone who's like looking to make some friends uh, and how do you go about it? Like the 101s of friendship, <laughs> yeah. but I think it's important to speak to someone. Yeah. Uh, go to Chipotle. Go to, go to Chipotle. <laughs> uh, make sure you get extra vinaigrette. <laughs> um, but even like I was, we, we and Justin got breakfast this morning, which was funny. But mm -hmm. I was even saying like one thing that I had to learn was that if I don't have friends, it always isn't my fault. I mean, I mean, it always is. Sometimes it is like my fault to a degree. That's something about that because sometimes I just have to shoot a text. So I easily could have went home that day after I got Chipotle and just hung out by myself. But I like willingly texted Justin mm -hmm. and said, "Hey, bro, can you hang out?" Mm -hmm. And then the ball. And then like after I do that, it's like you know whatever. But yeah, I think it's just. Going yeah, to like the like the friendship work. It works two ways, you know. Like mm -hmm. it isn't it isn't your responsibility to make this friendship happen. Like mm -hmm. it's our responsibility, mm -hmm. you know. Especially with cell phones today, like the phone works both both ways, you know. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, for somebody who who's really looking to to create more friends and, and have more friendships, like it it really is something that you have to like seek out. It doesn't just like happen, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. yeah. It's so true, and I think it's important even to recognize that, like, there is a degree of pursuit to friendships. Mm -hmm. It's it's easy to have acquaintances, and some of you might meet at a at a game or hanging out or whatever. Yeah. But but there's a degree of like, no, I need this in my life, and I need to make yeah. it a priority. Yeah. And so I know even in our lives, like I've whatever known you guys <laughs> three four years now, but I remember not really knowing you. But there's a degree of pursuit of like, hey, come to my house, yeah. we'll eat a rally group, <laughs> eating some cereal, and it was like the random guys at my house. But, not eating Vegemite. No, no, I'm going to get you on the Vegemite game soon. But really, depth takes place through pursuit. And I, think, I think it's so important to recognize that we live in a day and age of Facebook friends, Instagram followers, but that's not really friendship. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That, that is a perceived fake reality. Mm -hmm, yeah. And friendship is real. Friendship mm -hmm. is going through the hard times yeah. and the good times. Yeah. And so. Speak, speak to, how, how do people, so maybe it's like, all right, we're going to pursue friendships. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you then strengthen friendships? Yeah. I think the, big, the biggest thing for me whenever it comes to, like, strengthening friendships is, is simply vulnerability. Yeah, I agree. Um, like, whenever I think about the, the friendships that are the strongest for me, um, those are the people that I've been I've been the most vulnerable with, and like they they literally know the 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 deepest inside of parts of me, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like I can I can really relate to them a whole lot more um, because they they know me for me, yeah. you know. And it isn't this like, oh yeah, like I'm doing great, everything's all fine and dandy. But like no, like whenever I look at talent, like yeah. I, like in you, a lot of different ways, know, like, 
I mean, so me and Justin are in this, like, mentoring group together, and we went through, we did, like, a thing called this retreat, and, you know, we basically told our life stories. Yeah. So Justin knows everything about me, mm-hmm. for, to me, for the most part, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that created a level of trust, vulnerability, all that type of thing, all those things. And even I was even my roommate now, personally, I'm like, he knows everything about me, like, for, for the most part. So I know if I'm having a tough day when I go home, I don't have to like fake that, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes I do because I'm just crazy sometimes. But mm-hmm. like, but he'll see it. He'll see yeah. it genuinely. He'll see it. And I know you told me the same thing for your roommate as well. Mm-hmm. But it's it, even <laughs> I, I remember I texted you like three oh, days gosh. ago. I was like, oh, bro, gosh. you see, seemed a bit bit flat today yeah. because like I I know you. Yeah, you're you're a brother. And I was honest. And I was honest. I legit texted you back and said, yes, I was. <laughs> I just don't know what it was. And next day I was fine. Yeah, but. But, but that's the thing is like that's friendship. Yeah. It's like, hey man, I know this this looks like you're hurting here. Yeah. Uh, and even on the flip side is is pulling back the mask mm-hmm. and being real. Mm-hmm. And I think even as men, it's it's so easy to act tough and be strong and yeah. we want to put on a good front. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, for it's important to have those close brothers and, mm-hmm. and for ladies' sisters who are like, no, these are the ones that I'm gonna be real with. Yeah. yeah. Um so any other thoughts around yeah. that? Yeah. I f- honestly, I feel like vulner- vulnerability is one of those it's, things that it was like, it was tough for me to get to at first because because growing up, like, you know, it was always, oh, Justin, toughen up, like, like, you know, be a man, like, grow up, th- things like that. Yeah. And it honestly took me a long time to, like, actually be completely vulnerable and, and honest with people. Yeah. But it was, like, one of those things where, like, once I, like, experienced it and, like, knew what that feels like, it's like I never want to go back. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard, it's difficult, yeah. but like it's it's the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I even as that, even like in more so like Christian circles, even doing things that, like even going to church together and worshiping together and different things like that. Um, I don't know if you and your roommate do this, but even I know for me, like even reading the Bible together, like waking up in the morning and like doing like doing things together um, has even helped strengthen, even like me and Justin doing this mentoring group together, like has strengthened our friendship. Mm-hmm. And it was like the longer amount of time that I think we, the longer amount of like, um, like concentrated time, not just like sometimes doing whatever is important, but even the amount of concentrated time that we have together even helps strengthen the friendship, I believe. Because yeah. now I've spent way more time with Justin mm-hmm. and now I feel like we're better friends because of it. Yeah. So That's powerful. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. You're even talking about how you're influencing each other, like yeah. like you're, you're making each other better. Mm-hmm. Um, to speak to maybe some examples, because I know this is a great friendship, but you also have amazing friendships outside of this. Like, I know both of your friendship circles, and you've yeah. got great people in your world. And that just hasn't happened overnight. Like, I know you yeah. both have been intentional about that. You've pursued that. So maybe speak to some examples of where it's happened well. Like, you you, you think you have great friends who've influenced you for good, mm-hmm. but I'm also sure there's been times in your life where you've had friends who maybe haven't influenced you for good <laughs> and gone the other way. But it's real. Yeah, that's so. True. <laughs> we were talking, yeah. Um, tell this, I guess, about the bad part. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, also, also, I'll, I'll interject. Like, like, <laughs> like, even one thing that we were talking about last night is how friends have code. What is it? That we say? Uh, um, uh, inside jokes. Inside jokes. Inside inside jokes. Inside so jokes. I know, listen, I can be a mile away. If I say creation is groaning. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> There's no stars. In on the job. There's no, no celebrities. <laughs> all about you. It's all about the man. <laughs> everybody's um, like, what's happening? But everybody's right like, now? what's going on? But I know that me and Justin have like, 
Whenever Justin says creation is groaning, I know. Boom. <laughs> it's like a click. Like, yeah. like it's like a code. Okay. Like Josh is like, what's happening? Yeah, right? I'm very lost. <laughs> I appreciate the jokes. Praise God. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it, but, like this that that question is honestly like my story. Like whenever yeah. I think about how friends have influenced me in a bad way and friends have influenced me in a good way. Um, so like growing up for me, I grew up um, in Blythewood, which is like right outside of Columbia. And I grew up in this big neighborhood, and we were all friends growing up, from kindergarten to, to 12th grade, pretty much. Um, but in a lot of different ways, whenever I got to middle school, they, they, they started to do, like, things that I just, like, wasn't with. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, if they were out smoking weed, like, I wasn't smoking weed, but I was like, all right, it, I can justify this. Or if they were out having sex with girls or things like that, all right, like, I can justify this mm -hmm. um, and, and things of that nature. So, like, a lot of my life before I, I fully gave it to the Lord was... Mm -hmm. was was being influenced by by the people around me mm -hmm. um, in a lot of different ways, um, and then on the flip side of that, whenever whenever I became a Christian, honestly, I got plugged into to some good community down there in Columbia before I moved up yeah. up here, and it and it shifted a lot for me. Yeah. You know, like it it in a lot of different ways helped me see that like I'm not alone in this fight because a lot like for a long time growing up, I felt like it was just me trying to do the good thing. You know, mm -hmm. it was and not good thing to just like you know do good or do bad or whatever but like I feel like I was the only one trying to trying to do good um but no actuality whenever I got surrounded around some good community like I wasn't yeah. you know there there's a there's a a lot of people out there trying to follow after Jesus and and you know go after him with everything they got mm -hmm. yeah and um it's a quick a story I was thinking about was I know like I was in 11th grade or 10th or 11th grade. I had just made like one of the biggest mistakes I'd ever made in my life to that point. And I remember driving back home, feeling so much shame, so much guilt, feeling terrible, honestly. And I remember um, one, of, one of my friends I had known for, um, I had met through at school, but like we were following Jesus together. Like still one of my best friends now, probably be my wedding one day, like really, really deep, like great, great friend of mine. I call him and I say, hey bro, this thing just happened. And I and I just remember like the the um, comfort that I had like, even in one of my biggest mistakes the comfort that I had to be able to call a brother honestly and say hey I just made this big mistake and for him and my other friend who was actually with him who's another good friend of mine mm -hmm. uh, being able to like speak life into me and like say everything's gonna be okay but also like not kind of let me off the hook so not kind of just rub my back I know we kind of <laughs> have to talk about that too but like. Because also I do kind of want to say that like we yeah, don't just need we don't just need friends that like pat our backs yeah. yeah you know like the reason that me and like my roommate are good are so good friends now because he doesn't just pat my back all mm -hmm. the time yeah. like if I'm doing something stupid he tells me it's stupid yeah. and like if I'm in my head about something he tells me in my head about something yeah. like he doesn't let me keep sinning mm -hmm. more so what I'm trying to say is that like or he doesn't let me you know keep making like yes 100 percent there's grace and things like that but. I, I think that he sees who I can be for the most part. Or like, even I have friends that can, like, even the good friends I have now, like, even, like, Justin, you, and a plethora of other people, it's like, they see who I can be. And and if, like, there are certain things I'm doing that aren't helping out with that, they call it out. So it's, it's, we can it's, do it's, more of it's that. hugely important. So I'm super thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for your friendship. And so we're, we're about to do something fun now. We're about to sub out, and we're about to bring in the ladies. And so Taylor's going to be with a couple of her friends, uh, and we're going to hear from the ladies' perspective about friendship. So love you guys. Thankful for you. Love you, Mom. Love you, Mom. Hello and welcome to Rally Round Tables. I'm so excited wherever you are joining us or listening to us. We're so excited that you're here. And today is going to be so, 
special. If we haven't met before, my name is Taylor um, and I'm surrounded by two of my greatest friends. Yes. We got Jen and we got Morgan and we're talking about friendships. We're going to be listening to the guys talk about friendships and the girls talk about friendships, but right now it's the ladies. Girl power. So yeah, amen. All right, so tell me a little bit about <laughs> yourselves. Tell me a little Jen, bit about you. Me? Okay, yes. You go. Um, I'm Morgan. I am married. I'm 26. And I am a, a fun fact about me. Yes. Is that I am a master parallel parker. What? Like a master. Multiple, every time I'm in the car and I do it, people comment about how good it is. <laughs> you are kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I failed my driving test the very first time because of parallel parking. And Stop so it. in spite of that, I decided I will be now the best parallel parker anyone's ever seen. And you said, I'm going to prove the world wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, fountain in who said, either get in this parallel parking spot or get out. And I got out because I was scared and failed. <laughs> I, t I told her, said, I'm going to be the best parallel parker you know. Man. And now you are. Now that's I am. amazing. Wow. So that's me. That's me. Well, I feel like I'm in the presence of, you know, a mighty woman. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but that just <laughs> proved it to be true. I do what I All can. right, Jen, tell me, tell, tell everyone a little bit about you. Wow. Um, my name is Jen, and I am not an expert parallel parker. In fact, I had to do it twice on my driver's test because I did it so bad the first time. And <laughs> I didn't have the same mentality. I've been pulled over multiple times just for concern of my driving. I wasn't doing anything wrong. No speeding. Just, are you okay? <laughs> You're swerving. And just, you know, sometimes you get into the music. You feel the beat a little bit. So yeah. You are a good dancer. Oh, yeah. That I can attest I, I to. I like to move. That I can attest to. So you are dancing in the car? Oh, yes, for sure. I'm having my own American Idol experience in yes. the car at all yes. times. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> you got to showcase that. your talent, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like I said, these two ladies um, truly are some of my best friends, and we are talking about friendship, and we're just going to dive right in. Um, so we've asked a few questions out on Instagram, and we're, we're going to answer a few of those, but also just have a conversation around why is it important? Why does it matter? Why, why look to the Bible to see what God has to say about friendship? Why? So I want to ask that question. Why is friendship important? I feel like for me, friendship has been one of the greatest joys of my life, mm -hmm. one of the greatest refiners of my life, mm -hmm. has taught me in every way mm -hmm. more about Jesus, yeah. about being like Him, being one with Him. I mean, we see friendship so much in Scripture. It's yeah. so important. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's so true. Yeah. What about I completely you? agree. Yeah. I, I feel like friendships have been one of the most, the biggest definers of my mm -hmm. life, right? Like, yeah. I feel like as soon as, you know, before I was following Jesus, my, my friendships defined me and yeah. defined a lot of heartbreak and hardship and, and bad decisions. And yeah. then um, stepping into meeting Jesus and, and stepping into a fuse group and things like that, yeah. um, it, it defined so much of my life. And yeah. it's been, you know, they've been with me in some of the hardest times of my life and some of the best times of my life, you know? Yeah. So um, it, they're, they're, it's vital, I it's think. It's so true. And vital. we're created to be relational. We're right, created right. to live in relationship, to live in friendship. Um, and I think oftentimes we, I know I have questions on friendship. How can I be a better friend? What you know, what does it look yeah. like to live in great communities? Right. So it's so true. It defines so much of how we live our life and, mm -hmm. and who we are. Yep. So I suppose what, if we're talking about so much of friendship defining who we are and why it's so important, I'm just curious, what, what do you guys look for in a friend? What are characteristics that you value in a friend? 
Well, I think you want someone that you have some common interest yeah. with, you know. I think that's underrated. Yeah, oh, for sure. I yeah. mean, I want, you know, you want to have fun together. Yes. Be able to talk about things, you know, you don't have to have everything in common. Yep. I feel like that's a myth. Yeah. But you want to have some shared experiences and just interests so that you do have fun together. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I mean, we connected okay. over reality TV. A hundred percent. You know? <laughs> I would ask you what show, but maybe I don't want to ask what show. <laughs> That's fine. Rhymes with Schmuel Schmauschwives. <laughs> That's <Just> hilarious. <laughs> but I'm not. It's fine. Um, but what characteristics yeah. do I look like yeah. or look for? Um, same same kind of idea. Like I want I want a friend who I can have tons of fun with yeah. and you know go on adventures with. But I also um, I want friends who are going to be truthful with me. I want yes. friends that are going to be yeah. honest with me. Um, and I want friends that are going to you know point things out in my life that maybe yeah. you know if I'm saying if I'm saying yes to something maybe of the world or something that's not yeah. good enough for for me as a daughter of the of the of the Lord. Um, I want someone who's going to point that out in love Absolutely. and yeah. say there's there's better for you. Yeah. Like yeah. we're not settling. For for that. So yep. probably, exactly. probably that. That's awesome. Those are, I think, some powerful traits. Mm -hmm. um, as you dive in deeper, I think the longer you get to be friends with someone, you realize the importance of that honesty and that vulnerability and sure. that trust that gets built. Mm -hmm. um, and I know Jen specifically, it was a conversation with you that really helped kind of set some freedom and motion in my own life. And it was you pointing some things out of, you don't have to believe that lie. And you know there's more for you. And I want to ask that question, vulnerability. Um, it, I remember getting to a space and sitting down and thinking, Jen Black has been my friend. I know I need to talk to somebody about what I'm going through. Will I choose to trust or will I choose to keep doing it alone? Mm. Um, and in that moment, I can forever look back and say, I'm so glad I chose to trust. Wow. Um, but vulnerability, I think we have the choice every day. What does that look like in friendship? What have you two experienced with that? Well, I feel like establishing a safe place in your friendship, you know, yeah. super early on. I feel like I, I just adopt the mentality in any relationship in my life, whether that be work or friendship, of just same team. Yeah. Like we, whether we leave the room wow. and we're not okay with one another or I'm maybe like a little bit hurt or a little bit angry, at the end of the day, I know we are on the same team. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, yeah. because I know that you love me and care for me, even if something maybe doesn't sit well, I can go home and let the Lord talk to me about it mm -hmm. with the understanding of Taylor is my friend and she yeah. loves me and there's no way that she would say this to me if it wasn't true. Mm -hmm. Because it's not making your life easier to yeah. do that, it's making it harder. Yeah. So I feel like anytime that's the case, it's usually true what someone's saying. And, yeah. and being known is just one of the most rich parts of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, truly, you cannot experience friendship outside of being known and yep. letting yeah. yourself be known yeah. by someone. True friendship, yep. real yes. friendship without peeling back the curtain mm -hmm. and, yeah, exposing just what is going on in your life. What yep. about you, Dop? I know yep. you have some thoughts on that. Yeah, um, it's kind of funny because I feel like uh, it, what we're just talking about, about peeling, you know, peeling back the layers, yeah. opening up the curtain. I feel like I, I tend to be the chief of sinners on uh, being the person who's like, no, I'm great, I'm good. Like, don't even worry about it. Or like, yeah, my world's falling apart, but like, that's never here. Like, we don't have to talk about that. Um, yes, but yes. Um, I have learned, especially um, I, I battled anxiety worse than I ever have in my in my life in 2018. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was truly crippling. And I feel like, um, 
when I really experienced real powerful breakthrough mm. was on the other side of me being vulnerable with my friends wow. and saying, hey, this is this is what's going on. I don't know how to fight this. I don't know yeah. how, um, you know, I, I don't know how to fix this. I don't, I don't know what to do, but I'm crippled by this thing yeah. and I don't know, I've never experienced it before. Yeah. Um, mm. And it took me um, being very, very vulnerable, being very real. <laughs> um, Jen's yeah. laughing because she was, she was there. Um, <laughs> and just being very um, honest about, hey, this is where I'm at yeah. and, and I'm I'm telling you um, from experience, that is when I, f- I felt the first um, real breakthrough. That is wow. really when I felt the first chain start to break off of me yeah. Yeah. Um, because I invited my friends in uh, to, to my mess, you know? Yeah. So, so good. That's powerful. And I think it takes a decision like that. Yeah. You're right. either going to or you're not going to. Right. And I think, yeah, what a brilliant quality to look for friends that you can feel comfortable to yes. feel back that layer and something I love I remember somebody told me that oftentimes you have friends for a reason so maybe it is like a specific um I don't know moment in your life and mm-hmm. your friend your friends um for a reason you've you know got a common interest mm-hmm. or something has brought you together or you've got a friend for a season mm-hmm. and that is hey maybe we were middle school best friends maybe we were high school best friends maybe we were friends in kindergarten and then you've got friends for life yeah, um, yep. and I love that idea that friendships don't have to be boxed or categorized the richness mm-hmm. of friendships um, is that we get to see friendships displayed in the Bible. Um, we get to experience friendships with one, with one another. What a mm-hmm. gift yes. yep. um, that God has given us. And there's all types of friendships. So really today, we're just scratching the surface on some of these types of friendships. So we could do 2,800 rally round tables on friendship. Yeah, truly. So we're going to jump in with what we can. Um, so a question that I have is, during your friendships, you obviously can assume there's going to be some really great times. We're going to laugh hysterically, um, but there's also going to be moments where some hard conversations have to take place. Yep. And those can be scary and those can be daunting. Um, but I think, like we said earlier, it has to be a decision. Yep. And I remember when there was a moment in our friendship <laughs> <laughs> with the two of you <laughs> that I remember I had to make a decision of... Was I going to have a hard conversation or not? <laughs> it's true. And it's true. I don't know, do, do one of you want to share with <laughs> what conversation we, we had? Well, when Taylor, you obviously can tell, Taylor came <laughs> from, from this amazing place called Australia. Not from around here. Yeah, not from around here. It's a little bit different um, than, you know, Anderson, Greenville, whatever, South Carolina, America in general. <laughs> And Jen and I had this, you know, little little habit yeah. that, you know, we loved. And I wouldn't True. call it an addiction, but, no, but we say, liked it. We loved it. We loved it a lot. And um, <laughs> it took Taylor having a hard conversation about um, Jen and I going to the tanning bed regularly um, and telling us that it was tanning beds are actually illegal everywhere except yeah. America. Um, yes. yes, and this is no shame. If you are a regular at a tanning bed, um, I know there's Bless different you. regulations around different tanning beds, so I don't want to make a blanket statement, but they are but illegal in Australia. They, they have are. been shown to, you know, cause some health concerns. And I had two of my best friends wanting to be forever tan. I Just mean... trying to get crisp. You know. Trying to be crisp. And I yep. remember sitting down and being like, this has to stop. <laughs> I love you enough to say that you do not have to be tan 24-7 to put your health at risk. Mm-hmm. true. And obviously, this, this level of intensity as well. Yes, let me just say not, that. and sometimes I'm a little intense, <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's okay. Amazing. But obviously, that's a silly story, and there are actual hard conversations that need to take place. So I want to yes. dive into that. What What does it look like to have hard conversations with people? Yeah, 
Um, I, I'm actually really excited about this question because, again, like being a chief of center of wanting to not be vulnerable, um, I also love the party, love the fun, love that everything's good and tend to sometimes run from hard conversation, challenge, things like that. Um, But I found that, you know, hard conversations, accountability conversations, whatever you want to call them, um, they tend to have this like negative connotation, right? Like it seems like, oh, God, if I go in, I'm going to be exposed or or someone's going to be disappointed or or angry at me. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, very similar to to the kind of revelation I felt on the other side of vulnerability. Mm. Um, It is amazing the kind of um, powerful revelation and um, just incredible uh, intimacy that that was built in friendship on the other yeah. side of a hard conversation. Yeah. Um, and and not even in just a correction way, yeah. right? Because a lot of times truth is correcting, yeah. right? Yeah. It's friends saying, yeah. hey, I see that you're making this choice or you're you're walking this way and yeah. God has better for you. Yeah. Um, but but on the other side of that, there's also truth in love and truth in identity, right? Yeah. And so yeah. there's a lot of times where where I've just been, you know, so feel you know, feeling insecure, feeling not good enough, or feeling yeah. like, you know, well, a hundred other people could do this better than I could. Yeah. Um, and the most loving thing my friend can sit down and say is, absolutely not, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. And you guys have done this for me multiple times, being able to sit and say, hey, no, 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 let us let us not forget who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Let us not forget what God says about you. Yeah. Let us not forget the gifts that the Lord has given you. Yeah. Um, and don't for one second let the enemy or a person or anyone steal that from you or yeah. steal yeah. that that joy from you. Um, and yeah. so I think, you know, we it, it's so easy to look at hard conversations as, oh God, this is going to be this horrible thing where I'm going to yeah. come out, you know, sweating mm-hmm. bullets. Um, but really, I think it, it's such a, when it's done in love, it can be one of absolutely. the most powerful things Amen. in a friendship, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I would just say even if your friendship doesn't have hard conversations, I would check whether that's a friendship. Mm, So good. If if you have someone in your life that you would consider a very close covenant friend and they're not pointing something out to you in love because we all mess up, then you probably need to to check like am I being vulnerable? Am I trusting? Yeah. And and really check that that friendship. Yep. Wow, that's so true. And it one of the scriptures that we are basing kind of this idea of relationships around is Proverbs 27, 6. And yep. it says, faithful are the wounds of a friend, mm-hmm. but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, you know, give me the wounds from a friend all day long, right. you yep. know. And so I suppose with hard conversations, um, sometimes like bitterness can, mm-hmm. can fester, can dwell. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with bitterness? Um, do you have to do something about it? I don't know. What... What does it look like from your own experience dealing with that? I feel like absolutely, you absolutely have to deal with bitterness. I feel Mm. like it's very deceptive to believe that we can be a little upset about something and it'll just go away. Um, You know, bitterness comes from a root of an offense. So you're upset about something, whether it was the hard conversation where you felt a little bit hurt or maybe you just misunderstood or maybe your friend's just not being the greatest friend. Whatever the offense may be, it leads then to the bitterness that then leads to anger, that then leads to hate, and then leads to murder. It Mm -hmm. truly leads to the death of the friendship if if it goes undealt with. Uh, Also, I think it's just important to remember that in Ephesians uh, 4.31, it tells us to put bitterness away, but yet Mm -hmm. to, to... forgive as Christ has forgiven us. So I feel like it's just the mark of a true friendship to be able to have the conversation of, 
you you hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we're very uncomfortable saying that. Yeah, uh, that someone hurt our feelings. Mm-hmm. It's a that's a vulnerability thing. Yeah, you know, if I'm telling yeah. you you've hurt my feelings, that's hard for me. Come yeah. on. Uh, and I feel like being able to say that, being able to have a friendship where it's okay to be embarrassed. Yep. And yeah. it's okay to have hurt feelings and have a conversation, and at the end of the day, move on from it in a better way. Yeah. That that truly it makes the friendship so much richer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So I love good. that. Wow. That is powerful. <laughs> that really is. I feel like I need to, you know, take a moment and contemplate that because friendships are worth fighting for and they're worth mm. pursuing. Um, and we've got to be intentional with that. So, so obviously good. we don't have a crazy amount of time. And like we said, we could do a thousand of these conversations <laughs> on friendship and maybe we will do more. Um, but if we were to come to like a closing, I would love to hear any last thoughts that you would have that has maybe like impacted your friendships, mm-hmm. has shaped the way that you view friendships, mm-hmm. um, has really caused you to, I suppose, treat friends. I just want to open the floor and, and hear that and hear some wisdom from you too, because I can attest that you two are incredible friends. So I want to hear what, what you have to say. Um, yeah, I would say, God, you're right. There's a thousand things I could say, but I think the one that's coming to my mind right now really is um, good friendships are worth fighting for. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, not not to sound too intense here, but I think to God they were worth dying for yeah. because he sent Jesus to die for us to have friendship with us. Wow. That's how important it was to him to know us, to to care for us, to see yeah. us, to be known. Like he he really did that that's the kind of level yeah. that he he values friendships. And mm-hmm. you know, friendships were his idea, right? right. And so I think um, just like we're talking about with bitterness and, and fighting through that and um, fighting for friendship and fighting for uh, clarity and communication and you know being honest and vulnerable and all these things. Yeah. Um, friendships, I, I think they are the thing to fight for um, in in your life. And, you know, I heard, I remember um, when I was a few student, Caleb White saying, uh, you know, your friends are going to, should be the people that you're going to have to fight through in order to ruin your life. Right. Right. Like you're going to have to fight through them. um, Mm -hmm. If I'm going to try and ruin my life, they're going to be the ones trying to stop me. Right. And so I think um, it's, it's stayed with me for, for years and years and years because I think, man, praise the Lord for my friends in my life that truly have stopped me from making, you know, bad decisions or um, not even bad, but also also unwise or, um, you know, hurtful or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah. Um, friends are just so worth fighting for in the hard times, in the in the fun times. Like, they really, they really are, um, I think, God's idea. And I think mm-hmm. God God loves it and honors friendship and wants to, um, wants us to have friendship and cultivate friendship. And yes, again, um, it's all rooted in a friendship with Him as well, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, he, that's, that's how much He's he the ultimate friend. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. He, is he is the bestie ultimate for the resting. Yes. <laughs> Truly. Um, so yeah, that, that would probably be my last, That's last awesome. little bit. That's so cool. What about you, yeah. Jen? I just feel like for me, realizing that friendship truly is a gift and you mm-hmm. should treat it like one. Yeah. Wow. Come on. Um, it, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's something of value. Mm-hmm. When I'm given a gift that means a lot to me, that I know costs something. Yep. I'm going to treat it with honor. I'm going to be careful with it. I'm going to love it in a yeah. way. Yeah. And I feel like feeling that way about your friendship, the person that you are friends with, really yeah. like having this selfless love of it is not about me. Yep. And I feel like for me, the greatest gift in friendship has been just the refinement of, I mean, you don't know how selfish you are until like you're in friendship and it's, 
you know, it's not about me today. It's about her. <laughs> it's about him. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just feel like that has been such a treasure and a gift and, and being willing to have all the things that we talked about, the yeah. hard conversations, the vulnerable moments, everything about that is going to make the gift all the better. Yeah, it really is. And what a precious, precious gift. And Something that I feel like we can't end this roundtable um, without speaking about is competition and comparison. Wow. I feel like that is rampant um, yep. amongst, you know, everyone. I don't mm. want to pigeonhole women, but I think for me, like, it is rampant yeah. and is real. Um, this natural desire to want to compete and um, compare with my best friends mm. and those women around me. Yeah. And I think it's taken a real revelation in God helping to transform my mind of, I'm not in competition, but these are my sisters. Absolutely. And if we're going to like bring forth with what God has put on our lives to be able Come to on. do on this earth, we mm -hmm. have to do it together. Absolutely. We can't do it in competition. So I yep. don't know if you guys have experienced that kind oh, of gosh. thought or if I'm alone. Yes. I don't think I'm alone. <laughs> no. But yes. yes. If you are, where to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Call me because yeah. I need to learn. Um, no, I, I absolutely know what you're talking about. I think something that, that I learned a couple couple years ago, it was just very, um, I just moved to Anderson from yeah. my hometown of Greenville and, you know, I was trying to make friends and um, in that space, it's so easy for me to feel competition against people, especially people yeah. who, Seemingly have tons of friends and whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'll never forget, I was driving to Chipotle in my car. Yeah. And I felt the Lord so clearly speak to me and say, you know, the best way to kill that competition is to celebrate. Absolutely. Wow. And just commit to celebrating them. And so, you know, as a practical thing, um, I think, you know, when when those feelings start coming up, when that spirit of competition starts yeah. to come up, yeah. um, kill it with celebrating them. Absolutely. Genuine awesome. celebration. Look at what the Lord's doing in their life and, and openly celebrate it to multiple people around yeah. you and celebrate it to mm -hmm. them. Um, and I've just seen how many times the Lord has, has come through in that and yeah. showed me, you know, even more about that person yeah. and, and helped us grow closer as friends even, you yeah. know, things like that. I mean, it is, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, so much of the competition is rooted in fear. Mm. Wow. Fear that there's not enough for me. Come on. You know, like Ooh. if she gets that, what do I get? Yep. Or is there room? Yes. But we, in the kingdom, there's room for everyone. Yep. You know, wow. you can Come succeed on. and I can succeed too. And God can bless us both differently yeah. And, yeah. and equally and abundantly. And I think yeah. when we remember that, when we remember who our dad is, who our inheritance is, yeah. and truly that there is enough in the kingdom to go around. Yes. He's not at all worried about running out, yep. then it's so easy to, like you said, bless our sisters and not compete with them. Yeah, yep. I love that. So that is good. so true. Choose to celebrate and choose to pray. Mm -hmm. Choose to pray God's greatest riches and blessing. Absolutely. Um, on the girls in your life. I think that is one way, yeah, to kind of kill comparison yes. is to realize there is more than enough mm -hmm. and celebrating what is what God is doing in another girl's life does not diminish what he is doing in your own life. Exactly. And the grass isn't greener. Um, on the other side, God is just doing unique things in everybody's life. Yes. So, so what, good. what a gift. Come on. Yeah, Such I love gift. that. Preach, baby. <laughs> It's exciting when you realize that there's freedom to be found where you don't have to live competing um, with who God has called you to actually partner with. Mm -hmm. yep. I want to partner yes. with you ladies. Yeah. I don't want to compete yes. with you ladies. Come I don't on. have the energy to, but yes. I'm going to have more energy if I stand shoulder to shoulder Come on. and do exactly what God has called us to do together. Yep. Amen. So, 
I hope that some of this was encouraging to you today. Obviously, we could talk for a long time, but our time is limited. But we're going to be um, recording more of these. But maybe today you're sitting here and you're thinking, man, I wish that I had friendships where I could be vulnerable. Man, I wish that I had friendships um, that I could peel back the curtain. Man, I wish that I had friends that I could link arms with, you know, and, and fulfill a purpose together. Um, I want to invite you into community. You don't have to do any of it alone. And sometimes it just takes us raising our hand and saying, hey, I want community. We have groups all across the state yeah, of South Carolina here at New Spring, Rally Our Young Adult Ministry. But if you're listening in from somewhere else, I pray that there's a great local church near you that you can connect with. Yes. Um, and maybe you want to know more about following Jesus because he is the ultimate friend. So if you're sitting there and you are thinking, man, I really don't even have one friend. I know right now um, the king of the universe wants to be your friend yep. yes. um, and he wants to extend an invitation to you. So we would love, send us a message on Instagram, um, whatever you need to do. We would love to chat with you about what it looks like to follow Jesus. But we hope you enjoyed today and you join us again for our Rally Roundtables. Thank you for joining the Rally podcast. We hope it encouraged you. We'd love for you to be part of the Rally family. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and YouTube at New Spring Rally so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you'd like to connect to a campus, text Rally to 30303.